Welcome to the Week 11 High School Football Preview Podcast. I'm Chad Cook with AUG B-Ball. If you look at the AUGBball.substack.com newsletter, you'll see all kinds of coverage throughout the whole season of the high school football season. Preview podcasts, uh, game reports, all kinds of stuff. This week... In week 11, we're going to focus exclusively on one game, and that's between Westside and Jefferson County. It will be played at Westside High School, and the Patriots of Westside can do something that they've never done if they are to win Friday night, and that's lock up a home playoff game that will be played at West, uh, on the property at Westside High School. So Westside comes into the game 6-2 and two overall, 4-1 and one in Class 2A Region 4 play. Jefferson County is 5-3 and three overall and 4-1 and one in Region play. Now if Westside wins the game, they will lock up the number two spot in the region behind Putnam County, ranked 6th in the state. If Jefferson County wins, they'll have to turn around and also beat Laney the following week at home to wrap up the number two spot. The, the prize for the top two finishers is the opportunity to open the playoffs at home. And again, Westside has never done it in their own stadium. The last time that anybody involved with the program that I talked to was able to recall Westside hosting a playoff game was 2000, the year 2000, when Westside won the region championship and hosted over at Richmond Academy where the Patriots used to play their home games. So the game Friday night will be broadcast live on MeTV and then played again Sunday at noon on WJBF. They call that Game Night Live. They do a game every week. And I will actually be the sideline reporter for the broadcast. You know, the first time I've ever done anything like that on television. So I'll be excited about that. But then Seth Wesley, my partner, or, you know, the person who helps me um, year in and year out with AUGB Ball, he will be posting highlights and updates on the AUG B-Ball social media pages live from the game. So, um, you know, tune into that if you can't uh, watch it on TV or be at the game in person. And um, so I'm excited about that. And I'm going to real quick set the table for the matchup, and then we're going to cut to an interview uh, with Coach Lee Hutto that I did Wednesday at practice, at Westside's practice. So that's uh, Westside first-year coach Lee Hutto. But first, let's preview this game. Both Westside and Jefferson County sport a stout rushing attack. Jefferson County, which has won the region um, championship for three straight years before this year. Now, they won't win it this year. Putnam County has wrapped that up. Um, but Jefferson County has um, is averaging... 285 yards per game on the ground. And Westside, on the other hand, has tailback Xavier Green. He's averaging 170 yards on the ground himself. Now, Green is, he went, Green went into last week's game, which was a bye week for Westside, as the state's number six rusher with 1,211 yards for the season. So running the ball will be central to what both teams will be trying to do. And then on the other side, both teams also have a star 
defensive player in Westside. That comes in the form of Caleb Hutchison, a six-foot, 175 hitman of a defensive back and interception machine. Hutchison is committed to Coastal Carolina, the number 24 program in college football right now. And Jefferson County, its defense is also led by a Division I prospect in Nick Jordan, a six foot one, 210 pound linebacker. He's got several Division I offers, including one from Coastal Carolina as well. So, as we'll get into in our interview with Coach Hutto, Friday's battle will be won at the line of scrimmage with each team trying to impose its will on the other with its rushing attack. Uh, possessions will be limited, the clock will run, and turnovers will be key. Now, Jefferson County just got beat by Putnam County 28-21, their first loss in four seasons in the region. And in that game, ne neither Putnam County nor Jefferson County turned the ball over. And Jefferson County's defense has 17 takeaways on the season versus only seven turnovers for its offense. So the Warriors take care of the football. Now, Westside has been pretty dominant in its six wins. But in the two games that Westside did lose, turnovers were huge. Um, we'll get into that with Coach Hutto in a second here. He expects, and I do too, taking care of the football Friday night to be a major key to this game. Now, after I talk to Coach Hutto, um, we'll also talk to Sean Taylor, Westside's H-back, and Charles Dawson, an offensive lineman, two of the guys who really paved the way for Xavier Green to pile up all those rushing yards. So again, tune in, 7.30 p.m., MeTV, Friday night, I'll be the sideline reporter for the big Westside versus Jefferson County region battle for a home game in the playoffs. The replay will be Sunday at 12. Follow the AUG B-Ball social media timelines, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for in-game highlights and updates. And now let's get to Coach Hutto. Coach, um... So, you know, I try to keep up as the season goes along, especially in the, the real important games. You know, pre-region, I saw that Lincoln County game as being a key game and um, and then that Putnam County game uh, being a region game, the, the only one you dropped. And when it comes to the Lincoln County game, we had a, guy, a reporter there, actually, and uh, turnovers, one pick six, and I think a fumble and another interception, whereas I think Lincoln County didn't turn it over. I saw. I think you outgained them by over 100 yards. I kind of thought turnovers could have been the key there, but I wasn't there. I want to get your take on that. And also, the Putnam County game, the Augusta Chronicle article talked about uh, a snap that went deep into your own end zone, and you called it, uh, I think, self-inflicted wounds, things like that. Big game, as we all know, Friday. Um, I saw Jefferson County and Putnam County just played, and neither team turned it over. It's is taking care of the ball going to be the key to this game or one of the major keys? Oh, there's no doubt. I mean, uh, to us, that's the key of every football game is winning that turnover battle. Uh, you know, you go back to the Lincoln County game, we're inside the five twice and only get three points. You know, we have a pick six. Uh, we have a fumble. We have another interception. 
and we moved the ball. We was up and down the field all night. We just couldn't cash in. Like I said, we had uh, had the turnovers. We had a bad snap. That kind of put us behind the chains a little bit when we were inside the five. And you can't do that against good football teams. And when you do that, uh, you don't set yourself up for success. And same thing with Putnam. I mean, we're playing Putnam. It's 10 to 7. It's a one-possession game about midway through the third quarter. Uh, we get a first down, and then we get a bad snap that results in a safety. And then, uh, you know, we had a turnover in that game that gave them a field goal, you know, so they got, they got five points off of a safety, uh, and a turnover, which turned into a field goal. And once again, you can't do that against good football teams. And, uh, you know, it's like you said, Friday night, it's going to be about turnovers, protecting the football, uh, not making mistakes, not having penalties, uh, you know, being, being physical, being hard nosed, being disciplined, playing with a lot of composure. Yeah. And you mentioned, uh, not being able to do that against good football teams and, I would suspect even double, double so or more so with a Jefferson County team every time for the last few years I've watched them, you know, they, they run it, run it, run it. That clock runs, time of possession becomes a factor. So you can't waste those opportunities on offense when you do get the ball, right? That's right. Now I told my offensive staff that yesterday. I said, look here, guys, we're not going to get many possessions. You know, we got to cash in, you know, so it might be a game where you only get seven or eight possessions, you know, so if you, if you have two or three turnovers, now you've lost those possessions. Now you're down to five or six. You just kind of limit your opportunities. Uh, you know, and, and we want to do the same thing. We want to run the football. We want to shorten the game. We want to we want to move the chains. Uh, we've got a great offensive line, great running back. So it's going to be one of those games. It's going to go by pretty fast, yeah. you know. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, you, better, you better cash in when you got the chance. I love some of the quotes and stuff that I've seen. Uh, the Augusta Chronicle at some point in the season, I remember them saying that you had told them that you're going to keep handing the ball to Xavier. And then um, and after the Laney win, Xavier had a quote where I think he said something like, our strategy was to line up and punch him in the mouth or something like that. You know, just keep running at him, running at him. Um, tell, tell me about your offensive line, uh, your running attack, your, your, your running back who's in the top 10 in the state and rushing yards. Uh, you know, summarize that offensive attack for me. Well, you know, that's, I'm a defensive coach and that's just kind of my defensive mentality. You know, we want to run the ball. We want to be physical. Uh, that's the strength of our football team is our offensive line. I mean, we're senior heavy. Uh, senior heavy at tight end, senior heavy at H back. Uh, so we're gonna, we're gonna play to our strengths and that's running the football. And our kids believe in it. You know, our kids believe in running the football. Our kids believe in being physical. Uh, our kids believe in that because that's the way we practice every day and that's the way we play. Uh, and then too, you know, you don't have to be real smart. Uh, to know you got a great running back, yeah. you got you got the best back in the area. So yeah. why not give it to him twenty or thirty times a night? So, uh, you know, we're not going to deviate from what we do. We're not going to change what we do. That's just who we are. That's who they are. You know. So once again, it's going to be a physical game. It's going to be a lot of collisions. You know, it's going to come down to, uh, you know, who's who's willing to stand in there for forty eight minutes and just run into somebody full speed. You know. Transitioning to defense, then I'll let you go. You know, you mentioned being a defensive coach. I, I gotta believe that, you know, if a team can really get the run going against you, it just eats you alive. And so that kind of motivates you to, to, to inflict that kind of punishment on your opponent. That's right. You know, and, uh, it's high school football. You gotta, you gotta run the ball. You gotta stop the run. Now, the way they run it. You know, I think, you know, single wing, 11 guys at the line, you know, as, you, as a, as a guy watching, I have trouble knowing who has the ball. And I can't even imagine, you know, a linebacker or safety or a defensive lineman trying to figure out who's where, bodies everywhere. 
what's the defensive strategy against an attack like that? Well, the, the biggest thing is just being gap sound, you know, making sure we're, we're sound in our gaps, making sure we got forced players for when they do bounce it or try to run the sweep, making sure our safeties have good eye discipline because they, they will throw the football. You know, they're going to run, 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 and then here comes play action. They'll get behind you, and they'll complete a long one. Yeah. Uh, so it's about being gap sound, having force, great eye discipline, uh, pad level, physicality, tackling, all that stuff is going is going to come into play Friday night. In case I need to explain it uh, Friday night, like I'm a fourth grader, what does being gap sound mean? You know, for example, if if I'm a defensive tackle and I'm lined up in a three technique, I got B gap. I got to hold my gap. Yeah. You know, if I'm playing a six technique at end or rush, I'm a C gap player. I got to hold my gap. Yeah. If I'm a force guy, I'm the D gap player. I can't let anything get outside of me. Yeah. So just being gap sound across the front. Linebackers having great eye discipline and fitting the open gaps yeah. uh, is what's going to help us be successful. Friday. Yeah. Great, great. Oh, last thing. Um, it's got to be a weapon in high school football to have a kicker, punter and kicker like Sean Metcalf. No, oh, he's phenomenal. You know, he is uh, – he's already won a game for us at Lincoln at, – no, excuse me, at Warren County, uh, hitting a big 48-yard field goal. And uh, he's just a phenomenal punter. Uh, kickoffs are phenomenal. You know, it's it's good when you got a kid that can kick off into the end zone or at least kick them deep. So now they have to go 80, uh, 75 yards on you. Uh, so uh, he, he's he's a weapon, uh, and and we're we're blessed to have him. Yes, yes. Hey, good luck, Coach. Um, now, do you happen to know, Coach Creighton was trying to tell me when the last time, and I know I'm jumping ahead, but a win means this. I think uh, you know when the last time Westside would have hosted a playoff game. Do you Here, happen to know that? Yeah. Never. Never in this uh, never, stadium never because this of stadium. the old Richmond Can- But right. d- even like a home game at Richmond Academy, does I anybody think, know? I think the last time they won the region championship, which I think was 2000, okay. they hosted a playoff game. Nice. But we've never hosted one in never this stadium. Here. So it could, it could be history yeah. if, we could, if we could pull that off. Yeah. Now that Oglethorpe game, is that home or away? I should have looked it away. up. It's away, so here's hoping you get at least two more home games, maybe more. That's right. Maybe more. That's awesome. Good luck, Coach. All right, nice to meet you. Okay, Sean, first with you, I'm going to ask you the same thing, Charles. Uh, tell me about the pride you take in opening up holes for guys like Xavier and, you know, your approach to helping the team win, um, you know, on offense with, with the rushing attack that you guys have. I took a lot of pride in it because, like Coach says, we have to sacrifice our bodies for him to succeed and get as much yards as he has. So I take a lot of pride in being one of the people who can get him to the level that he's at now. Now, um, how many years have you played varsity football here? I've played two years of varsity football. This is your second year? Mm -hmm. So you've been in the middle of a transformation of this program. I want to say when you were a sophomore, you guys were three and seven, Mm -hmm. six and five last year. Now you're sitting at six and two, threatening to get a home playoff bid. Um, Tell me about that, that transformation as the program has improved. You've been a big part of that. Tell me about that journey. It's been a uh, it's been a really fun journey. Uh, I believe Coach Hedo came in here and really turned things around for us because we were improving, but he really accelerated that improvement, and we've been doing a really good job here at Westside. What's what's year. a thing or two that Coach Hutto brought to the program that you know really stood out to you that said, "Wow, this is this is different, and it's really making a difference." I feel like it was um I feel like it was discipline, like really really strict discipline. We've been a very disciplined team this year, and that's just led us to be a very successful team this year. I mean, like, at my position, like, last year, 
it was it was still disciplined, but like when it came to this year, it was more like we knew exactly what we were doing. Last year, it was like we knew what we were doing, but he's really helped us like stay on a on a tight track and know exactly what we're supposed to do, how we're supposed to do it, and why we're supposed to do it. Charles, um, last year you were um, you were a major part of the offensive line. Yes, sir. This year you are again. You were recognized in Georgia High School Football Daily. You and your you and your offensive line partners as well as Sean. Um, you know, t- what's it like to get some recogni- recognition for blocking? Usually the running back, the quarterback, the receiver gets all the recognition. What's it been like to get some uh, recognition for yourself? Um. Not used to it, but it's pretty awesome. But I'm just glad that uh, we're getting to that point to where we're getting Xavier in our rushing yards a lot of success, and uh, it's it's pretty awesome. And we're going to continue to keep doing that. You know, you take a lot of pride when he gets in the end zone. Oh yes, sir. It's one of the better feelings uh, of the game. Just watching him skittle in there. You know, opening yeah. those holes and watch him get in there. It's a pretty awesome feeling. You play on the right side or the left side? Left side, sir. What's uh what 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 what's the uh you know do you guys get kind of have a go to thing go right go left? Mm-mm. It's uh it's between the tackles. Um, up the middle. Uh, we're gonna run it and it's we're gonna do what we do. Uh, discipline and uh, just try to perfect what we do. Yeah, great. Hey, good luck Friday. Yes, sir. Can't wait to see you play. Yes, sir.